You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 137. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And in today's session, we're going to look at what happens when we are talking project management speak to our business leaders and other stakeholders, why it's not effective in helping them understand the value you're creating and what you should do instead. This episode is sponsored by my free masterclass on defining, measuring, and communicating PMO value you're going to learn the best techniques for showing your PMO impact. So if you're wondering how to show the value of your PMO, how to up-level your PMO to deliver value more quickly, what metrics will impress your business leaders most, why fixing project management doesn't seem to get the expected results, and if there really is a way to get it all done without losing your sanity in the process. Because here's the deal, you're busy, And you don't have time to waste reading 10 different books with conflicting guidance and scour the internet for a ton of pieced together articles that seem to only get average results. By the way, the average PMO success rate is still sadly around 50%. So you don't want to follow the average guidance. Average guidance, average results means you're probably looking for a new job in two years. So by saving your spot in this training, that is free, you're going to put yourself first in line to learn the high impact measurement techniques that until now have been exclusively reserved for my private clients and Impact Engine PMO students. That's right, I'm sharing some of the hundreds of secrets I've teached my IEPMO students so that you can uncover what my students have by putting into practice these very techniques. So just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash value. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash value and join us for one of our upcoming free training classes. Okay, let's dive in. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone, maybe a friend, a colleague, or even a spouse, and they are talking about something that they are totally excited about, but you can't imagine ever wanting to do whatever that thing is? For me, That might be something like skydiving. If someone started talking to me about skydiving and all of the benefits and joy I would get from skydiving, I would think they had lost their minds. Let's say you share that lack of desire to go skydiving, but your friend loves it and you believe them that they're having a really great time going skydiving and that they really believe in the benefits of the skydiving. But as they start telling you more and more about the skydiving, you're thinking that you're kind of feeling your hands getting sweaty, your heart might even start to race, and you might have a panic attack. Because even the thought of going skydiving might be a bit too much for you. Ever feel like you've been in a situation like that? Maybe it wasn't skydiving, but maybe it was your friend's love of bird watching, or doing puzzles, or maybe extreme exercise. It doesn't matter what it is. But if it's something that you really can't understand why they would do it and why they're so excited about it, yet they're just going on and on and on and on, 
Now you're starting to feel what your stakeholders feel when you're going on and on about project management and how wonderful it is and how great it makes you feel. And they can't understand any of what you're saying to them. If you see the eyes glazing over, if you see them get a little anxious or nervous or uncomfortable, you might be in the skydiving situation. You might be talking to somebody that really doesn't appreciate like you do the beauty of the process of project management. And so you're getting the blank stares or the panic attack because you're putting stress on them to go through something that they don't appreciate. But then what do we do? And what does that friend, that skydiving friend of yours love to do? They keep talking about it and trying to convince you. They're trying to say, oh, but if you just tried it, you would love it, right? I'm sure you've been in one of those conversations in your life. And that's what we do when we really want to convince someone the value and the fun that is project management done well, and we lose them in the process. Now, let's just say you love skydiving. So continue on this journey with me. Speaking of journeys, let's pretend that you're going on a trip. You're going on a trip with a friend of yours, a really good friend. And that friend is super excited to get to the destination. In fact, they got some new sunglasses, a bathing suit. They are packed up and ready to go. But over the last many weeks, while you were planning this trip, because you are a good project manager after all, right? We live and breathe this stuff. You have planned every single stop along the way. You have made sure that the car is in perfect condition. It has surround sound speakers. It is so comfortable to ride. You have had all the maintenance checks done to make sure it's in great condition. And you planned the path for every rest stop, a few visits to some sites along the way, You have a contingency plan in case there's road work happening, aka our risk register for all the things that could go wrong on the process and what you would do instead. And you, my friend, are ready for this trip like nobody's business. Your friend, however, just wants to get to the destination. And so you pack, you get ready to go. And as you get ready to start this road trip, you start going into all the details of all the work you've done to not only plan this trip and make sure that your tool, aka the vehicle, your process, aka the route that you're going to take to get there and all of your management plans around making sure you get there successfully and all of the nitty gritties are perfect. Your friend, you see the eyes glazing over? Yep, you have one of those friends. I know you do. They're like, can we just get there? And then You've also planned every second of every day once you get to that destination because, come on, you've got to make sure you maximize your value of this vacation time, right? You don't have endless vacation. you got to make sure you see all the things in all the places and try all the food and do all the stuff. Well, your friend just wants to relax and enjoy the destination and look forward to it and you're ruining it for them by planning this whole thing to the point that they feel like they're actually going to work instead of going on a vacation. That's a little bit how our sponsors and stakeholders feel when we spend so much time talking about the process instead of the outcomes. In this case, my friend, it is about the destination, not the journey. 
And you're saying, but Laura, I love the journey. That's just as much fun, if not more than the destination. And I am saying to you, I hear you loud and clear. I make sure to plan enough of the process of my trip to enjoy, absolutely enjoy every bit of the journey and the destination. But not everybody's like us. Not everybody appreciates the beauty of a well-designed plan. They just want to put on their bathing suit and put on those sunglasses and enjoy the destination. And in fact, when they get to that destination, they don't want to see 825 sites. They want to sit by the beach and do nothing. Now, I'm not suggesting that your stakeholders want to do nothing when they get there. What I am suggesting is that they're looking for the best, easiest way to get to the outcomes, and they don't really care about how perfect the process is to get there. They have different values than we do around the process versus the outcomes. And if you're not new to me, you've probably heard me say before, we must shift our mindsets as project managers from a heavy focus on outputs to a heavy focus on outcomes. In fact, I believe very strongly that many of us, whether we're PMO leaders or project managers, we have unfortunately been led to believe that our value is tied to that process. We believe, because the certifications have all told us so, that our success is defined on how perfectly we understand and can execute the process, how perfectly we can create the outputs, how perfectly we can get on time and on budget for all of our projects. But that's not the destination, my friend. That is the journey. And the journey is irrelevant if you don't reach the destination. Your plan, being perfect, doesn't matter if you never arrive at your vacation destination. If you come home exhausted and worn out and no longer speaking to your friend because they didn't get any time to relax and you ran the whole vacation like a drill sergeant. So... I know that some of you might be saying, but Laura, I have the certifications. I am good at what I do. And I would argue you are only good at what you do if you also achieve all of the outcomes your stakeholders and business leaders are looking for. Because remember, you are being given the opportunity to manage an investment for the organization. You are being given the opportunity to be an investment manager, which means your business leaders, whether you're running PMOs and doing it on a larger scale or running one-to-many projects or programs, your business leaders have tasked you with managing their investment, their investment in time, money, resources, energy, focus. You are responsible for getting the best, what? Return for that investment. You are responsible for getting a return on that investment for them. So if you're a project manager or PMO leader and you're spending a lot of time talking about how perfect the process is, how perfectly you're spending their money, taking their resources and producing outputs, but you never get to that destination, then you're missing the point because how they are measuring your success is not in how perfectly your process is, not in how perfect your project management is. Using that vacation analogy, 
let's say that you have this fantastic process and you get to that destination. But on the way, on the radio, you heard on the news that that destination is in the middle of a hurricane. And so do you stay on course? Do you keep going to that hurricane? Do you drive right into that hurricane? Or do you pivot, go in a different direction, figure out where that hurricane is headed and avoid it at all costs? That is what project managers should be doing. Not saying, oh, sorry, we can't get you in front of the change control board for three weeks. Therefore, we're going to have to head straight into this hurricane because that's what you told us you wanted to do. Come on, that doesn't even make any sense. Of course, you wouldn't go directly into the hurricane. But that's what we do on our projects. We say, sorry, you told me to head to this hurricane. Therefore, I'm going to keep going right into that hurricane, even though I know it's not a good idea. And your business leaders are saying, stop, don't go into the hurricane. Go to this other destination instead. But we don't allow it because we're defining our success on sticking to the plan. We're defining our success on staying on course as opposed to course correcting and going in the right direction to achieve the outcome, which was a relaxing vacation instead of the outputs, which is our perfect steps in our process to get us to the original destination. And you may have heard me talk a little bit about this before, never using quite the hurricane roadmap scenario, but... We've talked about this outputs over outcomes and how your business leaders are not actually looking for you to stick to a perfect plan if it means that you don't reach the destination in a way that makes it worth it. Okay, so it's not worth it if you stick to your roadmap and your plan and you're on time and you stayed within budget and you got to that original destination, but it's in the middle of a hurricane. So what they want you to do instead is get them to a relaxing vacation, which means how they are measuring you is on your ability to successfully get the results they're looking for. And here's another thing to think about. I bet you your friend that was going on that road trip with you would be willing to spend an extra $100 or two in order to get to a safer destination. Well, you need to spend a little bit more money on gas. Maybe the hotel's a little bit more expensive, but you're going to get that relaxing vacation. That's what your business leaders are thinking. Your business leaders are saying, listen, if it's going to cost a little bit more, but we're going to get the results based on this market shift that's happening, we'll take it. We'll take it any day. But we have to have space in our process to allow for them to do that. So with all of this context about journey versus destination and who cares about what pieces, I want to take this one step further and talk about how we're talking to them. Go back to the skydiving example. There is no amount of giving me the value pitch on the process of skydiving that's going to make me want to skydive. I don't care what they say. That makes me anxious. That's not happening. Same thing here. If your project management speak, if the way you're talking about project management in the organization is preventing them from even hearing you because they've tuned out, then you're never going to be seen as the valuable asset you are to getting them to the right destination, not just the original destination. That means we need to be flexible and adaptive in how we do with work we do, and we need to make sure that we value our 
contributions to the organization the way our business leaders do or don't based on how good we are at getting them to those destinations, the right destinations, even if the destination changes, the results, the outcomes, the impact, not just that every step along the way was checked off and done exactly as we originally planned. So when you're thinking about how you talk to your business leaders about the work you do, don't expect them to love the process. Don't expect them to understand the project management. Don't expect them to get as excited as you do about the journey when what they really are looking for you to help them do is focus on the destination. Make sure it's the right destination. Make sure you're headed in the right direction to get to that destination. And that along the way, if you see that destination is no longer viable, that you are the first to speak up and help them shift and pivot and go toward a better destination. And many of you might say, well, that's not my job responsibility. How am I supposed to know what is important to them? You ask. In fact, it better be in every business case that's created. It better be super clear what the strategy of the organization is. And if you're saying, well, they don't have a strategy, they do. They do. They may not have communicated it well or effectively, or you may not have asked, or you may have not understood it when they did explain it. And it is your fiduciary responsibility as an investment manager for the organization to understand that and to focus on that. And to make sure that you're not spending your time and energy focusing on the project management. Stop talking about it. Stop geeking out on it. And stop defining your value based on it. Because frankly, really, they don't care if you're certified. They don't care if you are perfect at perfecting the process. What they care about is whether or not you get the results. Talk to any business leader. The only reason they say we must have certifications is because somebody told them that would be the reason that their process would achieve better outcomes. But frankly, that's not always the case. In fact, many of my best program managers and project managers that worked with me when I was building and running PMOs didn't have their certification. You know why? They were too darn busy building experience, getting results. They intuitively understood that their value was in achieving the outcomes. And so they did not spend hardly any time talking about the project management. They spent all of their time helping the organization and the team and the project team they're working with achieve results. And sometimes that meant they had to break the rules that they put in place. They had to stop focusing on perfecting the process and stop talking about doing the project management and focus on driving everyone toward achieving the results. And please understand, I'm not saying you don't do the project management. You absolutely have to, but do make sure that that project management is right-sized for the organization and that it is helping to drive getting to those results faster. Every template you create, every step in the process, everything you do must be driving toward getting those results faster and easier. And I know sometimes it's tempting to add more steps to a process and then get really excited about those additional steps, but that isn't what is going to necessarily get you better results. You need checks and balances. You need to make sure that people are doing important steps like identifying the business problem, building that business case, 
specifying how they're going to measure success, all must-haves, to accelerate achieving the outcomes. Because if you don't even know what the outcomes are, there's no way you're going to achieve them. So please understand, I'm not saying you don't do any project management, but I am saying that focusing your success on the project process, focusing your conversations on the project process, and focusing your energy on perfecting that, you will continue to see the eyes glazing over, the sweaty palms, the anxiety, the stress that you're making things harder for people instead of easier for them. Your job really is to help make it easier for them to achieve the business results they're looking for. And I know you're doing that. And so do they. So you don't need to keep convincing them that project management is beautiful and that they must understand the project management because they absolutely do not need to or want to get the importance of project management in order to get to the destination. That's it for this episode today. Thank you so much for being here. If you are interested in learning more about defining, measuring, and communicating PMO value, then definitely join our free training I'm running right now at pmostrategies.com forward slash value. We are going to look at how you can really show value with your PMO, how to find the most important places for you to be creating value, how to up-level your PMO to deliver more value quickly, what metrics will actually impress your business leaders and stakeholders, why focusing your energy on fixing project management won't get the results you're really looking for, and how to do all of this without losing your sanity. Just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash value and join our free training now to figure out the best ways to define, measure, and communicate the value of your PMO. That's it for this session. Thank you so much for your time. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and make sure you hit download so that they're with you no matter where your journey takes you. Bye-bye for now.